Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm delighted. I've been la-di-da-din. Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top. Man, these boys, they be potting. I trust them like a lot. And they told me that I get it. Guess what? I got it. You should do it too. You will never lose. If you ever do, must have been a ruse. Ricky, that's my dude. Stoops are super cool. Sharks up in the pool. I've been sparking up my tools. I've been looking to win. Spend a little again. I've been for spittle to them. My God, I riddled again. I told them stop clowning around. They said what goes up comes down. I said I'm down with the sickness. My team stay ill now. Come get this. I'm just so dead with delight. I stay ready tonight. Deep dive, we rise. That's the medley, alright? The David Delight. The David Delight. Da 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 David Delight. Hey! Welcome to another episode of the Debbie Delight brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with planting our flags, this time on the wide receiver position. I'm very excited about this episode. I found a guy that I really didn't know a whole, whole lot about. And when watching um, my quarterback that I planted my flag on, I couldn't help but see this guy pop up over and over and over again. But as always, I am joined by my partner here, Stoops. How are you, bud? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to dive into this one as I always am. Right. I think I say I'm excited every week, but I am excited. (laughs) It's just fun. You know, we've talked about it. Dive deeper into the guys that, you know, one, and and maybe in your case, obviously you you had watched maybe zero film on looked into zero or maybe only 10% kind of thing, but to go a little bit deeper and then other guys that we've been fans of, but to go more in depth than what we maybe had before. So um, it's fun to do these types of episodes because I feel we always dive a little deeper, you know, just to get a little bit more information, but I, I don't think we always go a thousand percent in depth, you know, like we do on these episode, episodes type of thing. Just get some deeper numbers, spend more time devoted to, to one guy as opposed to, you know, filling in with a couple different ones. So I agree a hundred percent. And this week, you know what? I'm just going to kick us off again, just because. All right, folks, the guy that I'm going to look at <laughs> again is, uh, we look at Romeo Dobbs from Nevada, six foot two, 200 pounds. Nobody benefited more from Carson Strong's jump from year one to year two as a starter than Romeo Dobbs. He saw his numbers rise, obviously. As a three-year, three-year starter, 145 catches, 2,213 yards, 15 touchdowns. He saw an increase of 14 receptions, three yards per catch, and five touchdowns this past season. To start off the 2020 season, he had games of 117, 219, 137, 172, and 133, with all nine touchdowns coming in those five games. Impressive numbers. He only had one down game against Hawaii, and that team as a whole was struggling. I do have some concerns with the big picture, right? As we do mention, the competition isn't always that great in the Mountain West. So for me, when I speak about that down game that Carson Strong had against Oregon. 
I also have to bring up Dobbs's two catches for 13 yards against Oregon as well. Was it because they were playing a tougher defense because they locked him down? That's the kind of stuff that you want to see because consistency is key in fantasy, right? You want a guy that's going to consistently produce. He doesn't, he's not going to always produce the 219 yard games, but even in the down game against Hawaii in fantasy relevant terms, he still would have had double digit fantasy points. And that's all you can ask from each and every week from your team. Right? So that to me is something to concern about what happens whenever he gets to the NFL and he is facing that top tier talent each and every week. Will he struggle week in and week out? I don't know the answer to that quite yet. He had 58 catches, 39 went for first downs. A key stat that Stoops and I talk about consistently, touchdowns are great. I love touchdowns. We all love the touchdowns. But what about that underneath? What about the quarterback that looks at him and says, you're going to be my security blanket when I need to be bailed out of a situation. And that's what Dobbs is. Okay. So if you factor in 58 catches, 39 going for first downs, nine touchdowns, we're looking at 48 relevant plays that he made in his 58 catches. That's impressive. You know what I mean? We're looking at the high 80% range right there in just that 12 missed and broken tackles. Very nice. 30 targets on the deep balls coming his way. He caught 11, 538 yards, seven touchdowns. Now, the thing that I like to stand out, obviously there's 30 attempts his way, which is a lot. But the thing that points out to me the most is 538 yards on 11 catches for his deep balls. That's impressive. That's like 40, some 40 some yards a catch. So that to me kind of was obviously a standout. Um, Dobbs's 15 career touchdowns and the breakdown of them is completely absurd. Okay. I did this with, um, Big Mo last week. This week, it's kind of crazy. I was diving deeper into these touchdowns, and I was quite impressed. He has touchdowns of 57, 75, 65, 42, 54, 61, 59, 33, 50, and 36. Eight of his 15 touchdowns have come from 40 or more yards. Seven of those eight come from 50. Ten of his 15 come from 30 yards out. The remaining five come in the red zone. What does that mean on the surface? He can score from anywhere on the football field. It doesn't matter if they are 50 yards out. It doesn't matter if they're 30 yards out. And then, of course, in the red zone, he has touchdowns of under five yards, three different occasions, then a nine-yard and a 20-yard touchdown. So in the red zone, he had five touchdowns in his career. The other 10 come from outside of 30 yards. And like I said, with seven of those coming from the deep ball, it's impressive to see him – establish himself as this deep threat. And he only approved upon that this past season with his nine touchdowns. Cause like I said, he had 15 on his career. Nine of those came this past season. So he only had six in his first two years. He benefited from strong getting better potentially and, and having a good off season. Dobbs is one of those guys that I really feel like he has good size, six to 200 pounds. He's not super small. He's not super big, but he has the perfect size to be a capable receiver on the next level. And if Strong takes the next step, as we talked about two weeks ago on the show, if he takes that step and decides, hey, this is going to be my year, this is what I'm going to do type of scenario, then we're sitting here looking at a guy that stock is going to rise with his quarterback stock. So with that being said, Dobbs has the potential. Now, he does have five drops, which isn't a lot. I'm not going to sit here and say, that's a whole lot in his entire career. It's not, but five drops are five drops, right? You want to see those numbers come down. I would like to see, you know, another maybe onesie twosies this year. Um, 
I like Dobbs a whole lot. I think he's consistent. I think that he has the potential to be a player on the next level. I think he's a very solid, um, you know, day three guy, you know, maybe fourth, fifth round. But I do think that we could see him rise with strong and potentially be a day three guy or day two guy, um, second or third rounder when the season is over. So I, I'm a big time fan of Dobbs here. And uh, yeah, that's my guy for the week, Stoops. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I used the mic button for the first time. I can't figure it out, um, but I'm back. So the guy that I'm going to touch base on um, is a guy that I want to say you might, I mean, I've always been a fan, but you might've been a, a bigger fan before I was, um, but that's Drake London uh, receiver out of USC with your boy. Um, I do think um, obviously, I obviously I'm the, um, you know, team Sam Howell, but I do think Keaton and, and Drake are going to be talked about massively this year. Um, they're going to definitely – he's going to be the number one guy on the team now. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, Tyler Vaughns, both are gone. So that's a massive amount of targets that are going to be available. When you look at the, the 2020 and the 2019 stats combined for what Amon Ross St. Brown and Tyler Vaughns put together, they had 317 total targets for 225 receptions, just over 2,800 passing yards with 22 receiving touchdowns. Those numbers are massive that are going to be vacant. Yeah, that's two years combined. But when you look at the full season of 2019, Monroe St. Brown saw 103 targets and Tyler Vaughn saw 108. I think that's the range we're realistically going to see Drake London fall into. Um, I kind of did, as I've done with the previous episodes, kind of just a projected out, you know, um, season of what it could potentially look like for him and, and kind of those projected numbers look 123 targets 90 receptions for 73.2 uh, catch rate which is absolutely just phenomenal for 1157 yards eight receiving touchdowns I do realistically think those are numbers we could see will he see 123 targets who knows but even still he's going to definitely be 100 to 110 is my guess I think he'll be in that range for sure um, coming out of high school uh, he was a four-star guy. He was a 35th ranked receiver um, coming out. And in, in the tough state of California, he was a 33rd ranked player um, to come out of that state. But still, I mean, it's it's a tough state, you know, when you come down to the rankings. But 6'5", 210. So he's got phenomenal size to him. One thing I found kind of interesting, and I just happened to stumble across it, um, he actually played basketball on the, uh, the USC team, his freshman year. Now he didn't do a whole lot. I think he played in like one or two games and he, he had some rebounds here and there. He wasn't a massive, you know, producer, but it still just shows to his athletic ability that he can go play D one basketball. And then also obviously, you know, make a name for himself uh, at the D one level on the football team. So definitely loved seeing that, but his career catch percentage is 74.2%. Like I said, that's just a great number. He had 76.7 catch rate um, for last season. Just over a thousand career yards, eight receiving touchdowns. Um, he's got 27 missed force tackles. Um, and I'd said it on a previous episode for the 2019 and 2020 season, he ranked first um, out of the draft eligible guys this year in missed tackles forced. Um, so he's definitely able to, once it's in its hand, um, once that ball is in his hands, make some plays and, and force some missed tackles. He also accounts for 46 first downs. Um, 
one thing I definitely looked a little bit deeper into, and I was getting it jotted down while you were talking about your guy, but when you look at like his deep, uh, deep routes, his deep targets, receptions, all that stuff, he had 11 targets on a, on the deep ball, 20 plus yards and seven receptions for 215 yards and two touchdowns. When you look at the PFF grade on that, that's 97.9. That's, that's huge, right? So definitely love to see that. And then on the flip side, it's kind of funny. The next best was his short routes. 21 targets, 18 receptions, 177 receiving yards, no touchdowns, but he had a PFF grade of 90.1. So it's funny to see deep ball, he's asked to do it. Short routes, he's asked to do it. And he's doing it all, right? He, he's getting the receptions there. So when you really look at it, um, I just think that this is going to be – he's going to be the number one guy. It's going to be Drake London, Brew McCoy. Um, oh, gosh, was it Gary Bryant? I think it was Gary Bryant Jr. It's going to be those three guys, that, in my honest opinion, that are getting the bulk of the targets. But I think Drake London's going to be the one seeing the targets. When you look at his ranks on the team last year for receptions, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, and then even yards per reception, he ranked second on the team in receptions, first in yards, though. Um, he was second in receiving touchdowns and he was first in yards per reception with 15.2 yards per reception. So again, he's getting down the field, even on those short, medium and deep routes, he's making plays, he's getting it done. So, um, when you look at the, um, his stats ranking, as far as like catch percentages, dominator ratings, and, and a few other ones with the 2022 draft eligible guys for the 2020 season, he was fifth on catch percent at uh, 76.7, like I said, which was um, definitely a, a solid number. But to think there's still four guys ahead of him um, is crazy to, to see. His dominator rating, he was at 21.9, which is still a solid number, but he did rank 14. It just kind of speaks to the fact that other teams who don't have as many um, – I don't want to call them capable because everyone, obviously, at the D1 level is capable of making plays. But the other teams only have the one guy, maybe two guys. USC's got two, three, four guys that they're they're spreading that ball around to. But still, 21.9 Brominator rating is pretty solid. Ranked 14th. But his yards after catch, he also ranked 14th. But like I said, that missed tackles forced. He was first two years in a row with 13 in 2019 and 14 in 2020. I think that number is going to be at least the same, if not higher. Um I mean, being 6'5", right, it's just you jump up, you catch it over everybody, and you make some plays. So I I, I will be 1,000% shocked if we don't see him over 1,000 yards. He could even see double-digit touchdowns this year. I, I think that chemistry, it's building. It, it's 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 built for this time now, right? Yeah, he's had, he's had, you know, a full year last year. Well, I say a full year. He's He had a relatively full year last year. Um with Keaton and then obviously they are able to get that offseason work in and then now they're going through all their spring stuff and everything it's it's going to be a fun year for USC I think they finally got a running back um that is capable whether they get him involved or not that's Keontae Ingram who knows I hope we don't see a repeat but um man this USC team though they can they they can make some noise um you know again when you look at the Pac-12 they've got teams that can make it happen but they're definitely not that top tier either. So, um, which kind of helps them in the sense of, oh, hey, I won my conference, you know, which boosts your team in general. So we'll see. I, I think USC can be that team this year. Um, we saw glimpses of it last year when they, they were on the field. And then obviously those key recruits, they got some defensive guys coming in, which I think will help big time. So nonetheless, Drake London, um, I've got him sitting at where are we at? Where are we at? I've got him at my number nine receiver, right? So he's 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 in my top ten currently. Um, I could see him definitely move up. You know wh whether he'll be 
three, four top guy. We'll see. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I like those top tier guys a little bit more, but um, man, with the Monroe St. Brown and Tyler Vaughn's gone, it's, it's just sky's the limit for him. And I think we're going to see some, some big numbers from him this year with a, with a full, you know, 12, 13, 14 game season type thing under his belt. We're going to see some big numbers from him. I agree hundred percent. I, I really feel like he is going to make that stride in year two and somebody's going to have to be that guy for Slovis. And I think that he just is going to be that guy. All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Debbie delight. Make sure to head on over to Twitter and give us a follow at the Debbie delight. Give Stoops a follow at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at Ricky Blair underscore. Make sure to leave a review of the show if you don't mind. On uh, If you're listening, listening on Apple right now, give us a five-star review. Make sure to head on over to the Music City Drive-In to catch all of the latest parts of the shows on the Drive-In Podcast Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. See you all later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.